generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. It's time for the panel session. Um, I want to just thank Pastor Dami and Pastor Toji for this very big privilege to anchor this panel session. It's been a long stretch of um, impactation, knowledge sharing, wisdom dispensing moment, you know, and God has taught us quite a lot of things in this light, salt and light series, and we just want to um, review some of the things we have learned. We want to look at practical ways we can apply some of these things, and um, I'm not going to be standing here alone today. I'll be joined by three amazing um, women and men. All right. Um, the first person on my list is the beautiful, stylish, and amazing corporate entrepreneur who works within the corporate and investment division of Sterling Bank. She holds a first and, deg and graduate degrees in business management. She enjoys listening to good music. She dances secretly, and she's building the next global lifestyle and fashion brand. If you know your hands are not so busy, join me as a welcome. Golapo Fabumi. If you don't celebrate that one, she won't stand up. Oh. Let's keep celebrating Dolopi. Yeah, she wants to take the aisle. Please let's celebrate Golapo Fabumi. Kings, we can do better. Let's let's do it better now. Let's make a few work up. Hallelujah. You're welcome, Dolly P. Alright. The next on my list is a finance apostle and a successful businessman. He is a forest trader, financial literacy coach sales experts and affiliate marketer he's also the founder of go learn an edtech platform that provides learning and earning opportunities for his subscribers this amazing man was recently recognized by the african youth development group as one of the 30 most inspiring young africans ladies and gentlemen join me as a welcome coach it is a humility for me. Come and sit down. <laughs> Hallelujah. The last but not the least, um, she's a mentor, a big sister, I mean, very long profile. She's a corporate and investment banking professional with experience in financial services across various functions, including transaction banking, credit and risk, and corporate relationship management. She has a deep local market knowledge and complement ability to manage projects in multinational and multicultural environments. She holds a master's degree in business administration. She has attended various professional leadership courses both in Nigeria and abroad. Ha. She's married to the love of her life. Our own engineer Deoju. Ladies and gentlemen, join me as a welcome. The amazing, beautiful our mentor, our big sis, Auntie Bim, Adeoju. Hallelujah. Please, you may take your seats. Thank you very much. 
All right. Awesome. Good morning, everyone. All right. Um. <laughs> My name is Solomon O. Ayodele. Um. <laughs> I work in a bank and I lead a non-for-profit. And, and I'm so privileged to host this panel session. Can we celebrate Pastor Dami for giving us the privilege? <laughs> Hallelujah. I actually know the way all of them feel, right? Um, it wasn't Pidams that called them directly. Pidams actually sent me. You know, the same way Pidams sent you a message Saturday morning or Saturday evening to say, Hi, MKSA, um, you share the word tomorrow morning. I said, I'm not joking, I'm not joking, I mean it. 25 minutes, can you share your notes with me? So, you know, I sent a message to Dolakbo, I think it was on Saturday or Friday, to say that, see, Pidam sent me to you, and there's nothing I can do about it, right? We're glad to have Dolly P here, this, um, please can we celebrate our panelists? Awesome. All right, I think I'll start with Dolly P, right? Uh, it's been an amazing, I know you're one of the very consistent guys in our um, first services, right? You would always show up, right? Uh, sometimes second services. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wanted to just share with us, what were the striking points for you um, in the Salt and Light series? What is that one thing, um, what is that bright spot you had in the course of the entire series? So I'll just start by saying good morning. Oh, see ya. Good morning, everyone. And um, <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to add value today. I don't even know if I belong to this um, um, group of people. But uh, okay. But I just yeah. Thank God I'm here. And I don't know if I am one of the. Um, what did you say? Consistent. consistent or, yeah, yeah. I don't think I am consistent, but I try. Um, yeah. So. Um, I've actually discussed this with Pastor Dami. He called me, um, I think, if last week or something, and he was asking me about this series. And one of the parts that has stood out for me and that I'm still working on is the whole victim mentality thing. And, you know, um, so I'm not saying, because when you know when you, the typical example of a victim is, um, I would say I'm not, I, don't, I never act like a victim. I walk into your room, I'm very confident in myself, very, very confident in myself, So, and I believe I can achieve anything. I always say that, as long as you didn't come from heaven with it, you're not better than me, I'm not better than you. I have Jesus, so I'm going to get what I want. So I've always had that um, about myself. So, but when you hear things like, um, sort of like, uh, let me open my notes. Sorry, one second. Um... Yeah, so I always talk about being very um, self-reflective um, because I am very reflective, but I'm also to the point that I can be very um, critical as well. Yeah. So I think that, so he mentioned that talking about constantly, maybe not necessarily putting myself down, but just thinking, oh, I should have done better, I, could, I, can, do, I can do better, or just not seeing the progress I have made and just like, that's you can still do better. Not, not 
seeing the good and yes. embracing the small wins, really, yeah. Because you know there are small wins before you get to the big Correct. one. So most times I'm just like, you didn't get that one, so forget it. You're not there yet. So yes, I can be very reflective. I think about every time we have um, service or I'm reading the Bible, my mom says anything or you tell me something, anything. I always go back and reflect. I'm like, okay, how could you have done this better? How could you have done that better? But I've never, I'm never just like, okay, you did this well. Mm. Embrace this. Tap yourself. You've yeah. done well and then yeah. move on to the next level. What is the next phase? What God is? Because obviously what nobody's perfect and we're all striving to be like Christ. At least yeah. I think I, I am. I want to be like him. It's not like there's so many things I do on a daily and I'm like, oh my God, you could have done better. Why are yeah. you like this? You know, but God sees your heart. God knows that you want to be better. So that part of it really stood out for me. And every time I'm just like, just embrace the small wins. Don't think like that. Because I never thought, big team, how now? Never. I don't mm, think like that. Yeah. But you know when you see that part, you're just like bringing yourself there, thinking that you've not done, you've done well. Like, yeah. move on to the next one. God will teach you how to do better. God will show you. That can we celebrate um, Dolapo? Please, can we do that better? Yeah. I mean, Dolapo, now you can accept that you're consistent and this is a small win for you coming to speak on this panel. And maybe someday, just like Pastor was ministering some minutes back, you would come up to minister to us. Yeah. Right? So it's all right, let's have Coach Bori. That's one striking thing that stood out for you in the course of um, the series. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, good morning. Sorry. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to appreciate PDAMS and the leadership of the ministry. I want to appreciate my team lead also. And I'm sure they are presently praying for me, every member of the team, so that I would, <laughs> I would do them well. <laughs> Thank you so much for trusting and believing in me. And um, I would just say a little first about what she mentioned. I had my first event in uh, 4th of June this year, and without any uh, much um, connection, we were able to pull a crowd of over 2,000 people to, to attend an event during strike in a university and people came even outside Nigeria and, um, and uh, we were done. We, we prayed, we did everything. In fact, money came in during that minute and uh, even after the event, people were still calling and saying, see, God blessed you, thank you. I didn't want the event to look like God event, but the last day of prayer, you know, my friends were praying inside Unilago just saying, said, God is saying that this event is my own. So when I got out to introduce a particular friend of mine that sing, is a gospel singer, and I mistakenly said our guest minister. So, so when he got there, he corrected me and said, see, I'm a guest minister. I'm not a performer. And then he got there, he sang and blessed people. So we brought in a celebrity speaker, Kiki, the popular um, skit maker. And she came in also. Everybody was expecting her to just do corporate normal and go. The first thing she said was that God. God is the secret of it. everything you are saying to them. I'm like, okay, God, I surrender. This is your event. So and after, the, after that, that kind of success, I go back home and I was feeling kind of empty. I'm like, it looks like... This is not it. We still need to do more. I've, I, I, people were sending in praises. I, I have this way of trying to be humble by rejecting praises. And I, I thought it was a good thing. Well, sometimes it helps so that it doesn't get into your head what you're doing. So, but at a point, I realized that I think I need to um, assimilate a bit of this good work that I have done. And then now strategize. Because I, I've never been depressed. I'm not sure. But, I mean, I was feeling kind of bad, like... 
this is not enough. God, there's, there's a bigger standard. We could have done this better. We could have done that better. In fact, I had to do another event not for secondary school. After that, to compliment, maybe it's going to make me feel better. We did well, but so I know that, okay, let me enjoy this first now. Oh, yeah. Then they did social media, did this thing, news even pick it up. Um, okay? Thank God. So for my own side, um, what, what I thank you for sharing that. And thank you. So um, what, uh, what uh, Pastor said that really uh, touched me was that influence is a posture. Influence is a posture. And whatever you are, um, when, you, when you want to influence people, you have to pick a posture. Is that you pick a worldly posture or a godly posture? And when you pick a godly posture, I mean, it's a system. Every other thing comes around it. It's like a sugar. Every other thing comes around it. But when you pick a posture that is outside of God, I mean, and you're trying to drag God into it. No, God cannot move. You are the one that needs to move to God. So when you have a godly um, posture, a posture of influence, even if what or your field does not relate to other people, because your source is from the God source, every other field comes to you. I speak on finance. I mean, also people that are not in finance come. Because when I speak about it, it does not only relate based on finance. It can relate, maybe I share a story that relates deep down to other things that they are doing. I'm like, what can we do better here? And I'm like, okay, thank you, Jesus. This is not even about finance. Sometimes it's even about marriage, relationship. Uh, Sorry, I'm not even married. I'm like, okay, just sit. How can we manage this? And okay, well, 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 this and that. So, influence is a posture. And when we have the right posture, every other thing is a structure. Thank you. Can we celebrate Umugori? Thank you so much. I mean, um, what, what um, Dolakwa and Umugori said is sort of connected. We need to realize that God is not an addendum. God is the core of our lives, right? We're not trying to use God to... Um, I say it in my office that people invite me for meetings to validate some of their responsibilities. So when they want to go to the MD to say, oh, this meeting went well, they will say Solomon was there. Oftentimes, we try to use God as a validation. But in itself, God is our real life. God is our essence. Every other thing comes behind. So I'm not trying to lace my work at, in my office as... Um, People say you're a great guy and they say, oh, you know, what's up with you? I mean, I have a couple of my colleagues, I think two of them, last week, Saturday, Sunday, the guy who recruited me to my bank um, came for service because he had reached out to me to say he wanted people like me, right? And I've been able to get like two other people. And I kept telling him to say, see, there is nothing outside of God, right? We're not trying to... We're not trying to hide our light. I'm not saying you should go to work and start speaking in tongues. Right? In fact, I have a problem with you if you're shouting... What God cannot do does not exist by 8 a.m. Right? I have a very big problem, right? But it's important for us to know that it's um, our default state to shine our light, right? Uh, and thank you, Dolapo. Thank you, Oluburi. Can we just hear from Matsubi? Um, we can celebrate them if we want to. Thank you very much, Mr. D and Oluburi. Um, thank you so much. Um, I'm glad we're doing this. I think this is my second time of hearing your voice. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we're doing this. And thank you so much. Um, I think for this uh, Light and Salt series, Salt and Light series, I think this series is so fundamental to this ministry. Yeah. I don't know how many of us have felt that. It's, I think it's a core of who we are. Yeah. And you know why? It takes light to, to destroy, dismantle... It, darkness. It takes light to dismantle installations of darkness. 
And for us, if we are kings in nations, in generations and systems, this is a focal point of what this ministry is about. Focal, very fundamental, very foundational. And I think we owe it to ourselves. As I went through, I told myself, I'm going back through the entire series. And why is it important? Because of where we are as a nation. See, there are installations of darkness in this nation. And see, even when people die, when we ask politics, you know, when we say that some people will die, see, their installations are still running. Their operating systems are still running. There is a father in Lagos today, even if that man dies, he has put systems in place for across generations. It doesn't matter he's no longer on the scene, but that system is still running and will produce the outcomes he wants. So this series is so fundamental. And for me, one of the things, several things, several things, but one of the key things I took from this is, you know, power, the difference between power and influence. And if there's anything that has taught us this, COVID taught us yeah. where we had to work remotely. I've always told people that, see, eh, power is good, authority is good, but influence is better. Mm. You know why? Because you get things done. You don't need a label. You don't need a position. You don't need um, a designation to have influence. And that's what we as believers, that the light of God, a couple of years ago, I think I've shared this before, we were in a meeting and um, it was a night vigil and we we're praying. And in that walkway, there were names of Bible characters and innovators on the walkway in that place. And as I stood, I, can I remember the exact one I was standing on? And the Spirit of God said to me, Bimola, before that day, it, during the week, this scripture has been on, impressed in my heart. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And I remember that I called Ayomiko, and I said, Ayomiko, this scripture has just been running through my mind throughout this week, and I asked the benefit of light. We said several things. So when we went for that vigil that day, the Spirit of God said to me, Bimola, ask me to give your children lights that will give them generational leverage. Ask me to give your children lights that will give them generational leverage. And he said to me, he said the direct descendants of Mercedes, he said if they give birth to that child today and the child does not work, the child will not lack food that is provided for. He said that's the kind of light we should have as believers. So, you see, I mean, you know, when we come to church, eh, it's like you're attending master, master class. And I pray in the name of Jesus that all of us would not be constipated on the word. And you see, you're not constipated when you digest food properly. I think there's a need for us to digest the word of God, to go back to what we hear, in the euphoria, excitement, and all of that. See, like ruminant animals, you know, they have processes, chambers for digestion. I think that's what we need to do. I wrote so many things, and I'm telling myself that <laughs> some of them I put asterisk. See, Pastor, look at I put asterisk there. He said, Pastor Dami said something. He said something about a witness. He said, a witness is someone that altered the direction of a judgment. 
And Jesus called us his witnesses. He said, when you take a stand in the spirit, you are standing as a witness. He said, influence is power that has gained access. Influence is power that ways are being ruled. Influence is power. You know, influence is power deployed rightly. And my cry for this nation is that we wake up as a body of believers. We will infiltrate our spheres of influence. We will not be redundant, but we will be acutely and actively deployed in the name of Jesus. Can we celebrate Auntie Bimbo? Let's celebrate Auntie Bimbo. Can we do that better? Is anyone getting blessed already? This is like having a combination of three graces, you know, pouring on us. All right. Um, this question is for Dollar P. Right. Um, Pastor Dami said, just as Antibimbo has alluded, that power is not influence. Um, there's a difference between power and influence. Being conspicuous is not the same thing as influence. Um, don't be so obvious that they see you coming. Salt is not visible. But salt is what? It's felt. Do you agree with this? And if yes, how have you seen this being demonstrated in your life? Sorry, my question looks like um, a wide question. <laughs> yeah, I just need to break to create context. Yeah, yeah. How have you seen this being demonstrated in your life and in your industry? Yeah, so I agree. 100% actually, because I, I don't like noise. Yeah. I like to do my thing and disappear. So I don't believe that I have to stand here to, for everybody to see me. I'm not that kind of person. It is good and bad in some ways, because some people will think that you're not approachable. Yeah. Some people will think that, because I've had that a lot. But when you, once you approach me, you know that I'm not that type of person. So God is still working on me. <clears throat> but I know that I'm, no, I'm never going to change to the point that I'm going to be standing here and be shouting or be at work. And out. Nah, I just like, if I need to, yeah. You, you, my work will speak for me, so to speak. I don't like to make noise. I don't like, I hate it. I, I, I hate it. Because I just believe that you don't need to be loud for people to know that you're, yeah. yeah. And I don't need to also make a scene for people to know that I'm a child of God. Correct. You know, my work, you know that I'm a child of God from my actions, from things. Because I, I like people to also know that when it comes to certain things, you can't bring this to Dolakwa. Like, I am, I'm very, I don't joke. Like, with, there's just things that I'm just, this is it. And you know that with me, you can't do come near me and say that kind of thing. So I think that's what shows that you are somebody that has, you're just different. So you don't need to come out and make noise and be present. Yeah. Everybody knows that, oh yes, Adolakwe has arrived. So I like the, when he said, oh salt, you know, you taste salt, you don't need to see. So that's like with your work, with everything you're doing, just be doing it, yeah. just be diligent, just yeah. be, you know, consistent, yeah. just even if, so because of, of course, it's easier said than done because there's so many times I just feel like, okay, I'm not doing enough. I could have done better with so many aspects of my life. But I keep saying, just be consistent, just be consistent, just be consistent. And then I just see the progress I make. I just see, even when I'm asked questions that I didn't even think I had answers to, I'm just like, oh my God, this is coming out of you. But then God is speaking through me, like the things that I didn't even know. So I believe I 100% agree with that statement that you do not need to be shouting for people to know because I'm not living for the world. God Correct. looks at us. So Correct. people have made 
different assumptions they will continue to make it so but you but you know the truth so i i'm not saying that of course there's some things that you if you look at yourself you know that certain things need to change especially if you want to be like christ you know you know that but i just genuinely don't look at what the crowd is doing like i just do my own thing um people know you know my brother here and my we're completely different i'm sure i'm sure you know that but i'm just my i'm just we're just I'm just in my own world, and I believe that you should just be quiet, be consistent, be diligent, ask God for favor, direction. He's always there. My life is an example. I'm sure one day I'll give, I'll give a testimony of my life because you guys will be shocked. Uh, yeah, because my parents are still in awe of me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents look at me and just like, this just, this just has to be God. Yeah. So, but I think I will give that testimony. I think God hasn't done so much in my life yet. When I get to that point, no, 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 no. I, I don't mean that. I'm not grateful to God. I mean that. Like when you see, even my siblings can't. Sorry. Yeah, there's more. Like if my siblings can't testify, because like there's so much I have like I've been through as a person. So, and it's like nobody can take glory but God. Like my life is an example that Jesus is real. So. Yeah. So I think that's Can we celebrate Jolifee? That's such that's such an inspiring one. I mean, there was a um, part of the series where Pastor Dami spoke about rock and um, gas, right? Where you know the rock is conspicuous. And gas, you can just someone can scatter this entire place now with just one release. Just one gaseous, right? And you know, I, I realized that even in the corporate environment, do you know they promote people every day? There's a general promotion list where people will shout, oh, you are now B.O., you are now... But there are promotions that they will never tell anybody. They call it off-cycle promotion. And they give it to guys who do exceptionally well. They'll just send you that email to say, I mean, this year alone I've gotten two of those emails, right? I mean, they promote a particular month in the year. But once you deliver, they just send you an email to say, oh, the management has approved to blah, 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 and all of that. So... This is the kind of influence we're talking about. I mean, influence is not about noise, right? See someone like Dr. Ken, Fam Ken, you know, who's been amazingly well and representing us on TBC. Have you seen him? You've not seen him. Let's celebrate Dr. Ken. All right. Um, we need to raise now, um, Olubori, this question is for you. To shine in a world that seems dark could be difficult, right? Especially when there have been voices we grew accustomed to that seem to put us in the mold, like maybe our childhood influence, um, wrong experiences, and all of that. What parts of the series spoke to you, especially in view of your understanding of our identity and our working in confidence? All right. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Solomon. So, while she was talking, you know, there is this song that was coming to my mind. I'm sure you guys know the song too. I mean, don't let them see you coming. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know you too. <laughs> because it's always better. It's always better. Come with a bomb. By the time you, you land. Well, so I am this, I am this um, young man that I, I, I don't like. Uh, it, it might be hard, but I don't like sleeping and putting my head where everybody's putting their head. Mm. And, and sincerely, le, le, and, an example of that is that, uh, you know, we, we don't have any girls in our family, so we are all boys, four boys. So my mom raised us up like girls. So any food I can prepare, 
I've never seen her done it. I'm not a great cook, but at least I can cook the one I will eat and I will say I'm okay. <laughs> so, but one day I started to try because I have only seen her make her by in a particular way. That same way. I'm like, why can't we do this differently? You know, pour water first and pour Gary. So me, I would just, I'll put Gary down and put the water. And all the time, it's always turned out fine. But for, for, for the first period of time, you know, I got the measurement wrong and all of that. Although I have to apply more, more energy and all of that, having to go down. But eventually, I got the same result. So I, I, when we, now that we have found ourselves in this, um, uh, in this kind of world, whereby, <clears throat> although don't try that for large quantity, though. Caveats. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that will be a problem, that will be a problem. But I'm not saying that. I want to see how can we do this differently, you know. Um, this is how our forefathers did it. This is we now. What can we do differently? So when we, uh, now that we found ourselves in the world, by, there is a kind of um, worldly standard, a kind of way that people do things. Yeah, w w one thing I want to try to do first is to understand how they do it first. Th then yeah, I can then find my own way of strategically doing it better. So that when they are questioning why I'm doing it or why I'm, uh, how I'm doing it, I can say that, see, I understand. I'm an expert in this field where I'm saying this, but I am trying to see that how we can change the title score, how we can bring in something different and something new to, to what we are doing. And, and lastly, let me, let me say this. Um, the, the, there, is, um, there is a way that the crowd moves. Uh, I'm trying to uh, look for the right word. Uh, okay, so I'm not also big on social media. I don't really... <clears throat> in fact, I'm only scared. You're not bigger. You have 10,000 followers. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if it is... I am only scared of being dragged, especially Twitter. <laughs> so, I mean, there is so much I want to say, and I'll just keep it to myself. Uh, so I, I, I have so many multiple WhatsApp groups that I've created. I do training, training here. Yeah, I prefer to do it in that training. If you want to say rubbish, I'll tell you, delete that thing. I said, see, please. But Twitter, you know, Twitter is Bogboro. You have to, any small thing like this. So I'm only scared of Twitter. But so I realized that I need to have a voice. I need to, I need to be an authority force. Everybody saying rubbish on Twitter or anywhere, they are force an authority somewhere. Yeah. That is why when they come out and say that rubbish, people believe the rubbish. So we cannot um, create that kind of influence. We cannot, if you, if you want to disrupt those kind of atmosphere or change those patterns, we have to have something that we are strong at, mm. that we have become, we have become professionals, we have become um, bigger, and then even, even if Dr. Ken comes and say, Oluburi, let me talk to you about money, I can listen first. Because he's already big in, uh, on, on pharmacy, uh, pharmaceutical products and all of that. He's already on TV, I'm like, okay, yeah. Being on TV once can make you very influential. Yeah. Because people say, I ah, for you to be on TV. TV still called you. Yeah. That means that you have something to say. Yeah. But we cannot just keep waiting and just say, I cannot do it this way. I cannot do it that way. You are being rebellious on something that you don't even have a speciality in anything yet. Yeah. You are specializing in gossiping and rebellion. So until you are strong on a particular, even if, it's, even if there is no skill, at least be strong spiritually. The spirit of God comes upon you. And then you say, Come celebrate the baby. Word on marble, even if you're not skillful in speaking tongues, at least be able to cast out demons. Be skillful in that word. You know, it's a good, you know, it's a good introduction. Somebody went for a program. No, see, he didn't say that. I, I don't have a master's degree. I, I, was, in, I was feeling someone when you were mentioning them. <laughs> but in my mind, I was saying that. <laughs> 
But my mother was saying that at least I have the Holy Ghost that speaks in tongues. And <laughs> Can we celebrate the Lord? Like, that's such an amazing, I mean, such an insightful point. Really insightful point. Um, again, I also like the fact that he's able to balance to say you don't need to feel inferior. Start from where you are. You know, grow from where you are. I mean, I took on a role where I didn't understand um, design thinking and I reached out to the bank to say, please, can you pay for a course for me to go take design thinking? And they said, oh, no, and all of that. I had to sponsor myself. It was almost 500k, right, to learn this thing. And I saw the results in my follow-up conversation, right? So, influence is about even self-investment. Um, Pastor Dami said something about if you want to become a master in something, you need to go over and keep practicing and over and over and over and over again. I need to remain consistent with it, right? Um, thank you very much, Ulubori. I mean, and this man is a solid um, salesman. Don't give him anything to sell. He can sell you alongside, right? Right, um, and to be after and to be then we'll take the last um, uh, final comment from everyone. Um, okay, so for Antibi, pardon my question again. Um, a lot of people justify their inability to stand in front, to stand out, to stand on, to stand amongst, or have a stand of simply. <laughs> Sorry now, sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, let me break it down. People give excuses for not being able to stand up and stand out or face the crowd uh, or stand amongst. And stand out doesn't mean coming to stand on the podium. It could be you posting on Instagram or sharing your thoughts. You know, um, I usually say that those who have the most brilliant ideas, right, on the extreme side are the most quiet. Those who have the most, you know, very silly ideas are the most, you know, loudest. You know, before you say, and Pastor Dami said something I can never forget in my life, and I'm not saying you guys should, um, Peter Am said, those who don't have the most valuable points in the meeting, they are the first to talk. Yeah. So, so, before teacher says, so, does anyone, because again, if someone is explaining something, you should be able to process and say, hmm, this is what they're saying, right? But for us as believers, we'll be in a boardroom where you have a very interesting idea to share. But you'll be like, ah, ah, I don't want to talk too much. Oh, I mean, ushering, the only thing I do in church is to greet people. Uh, I mean, media only projects scriptures, right? Um, do you have um, um, practical examples, maybe your personal story or a third party story of excuses people make and now they've been able to get out of it and if you have um, uh, one you'd like to share with us man okay thank you very much <laughs> there's a yoruba proverb i heard this proverb i think last week or oh there's a yoruba proverb i heard it last week or two weeks ago he said abuke wonipe and i'll, I'll translate it. he said okay loti okay a, a crippled, is it crippled? Um, hunchback Hunch man. Yeah. You're saying that his load, he's carrying load and he's bent. Mm. And he's responding that you're looking at the load, you're not looking at him. You know, you're not looking at his body. Yeah. That the problem is from the body, not just the load he's carrying. Some of these things, why I'm saying this is that it means that some things are very foundational. Yeah. Absolutely foundational in terms of how we're raised, how we're brought up. 
And um, let me give an example. For somebody who is loquacious, you talk a lot, you're chatty and all of that. And from when you're young, they're telling you, you talk too much, keep your mouth shut, mm. and all of that. You don't know that the instrument of destiny is in that mouth. And you've already killed that child. And to be honest, some people never, never recover. Never find their path. Never find their way in life. But, you know, the flip side of it, the good part of it is that we have the Holy Ghost. And he's the corrector of every dysfunction. He's the the one that restores. He's the one that enables. He's the one that goes to our foundation and corrects some of those misalignments. And some of the misguided statements our parents or people of influence have spoken over our lives. Some of those things are labels. Labels are one of the most destructive things to human beings. And particularly for us as Christians, we need to be careful. Particularly when people... And if you're a person of influence, the world will try to put you in a mold. You're a pastor, why are you acting? You're supposed to preach. You have a nine to five. Why are you mentoring? Why are you providing guidance? You're supposed to compete. I have a colleague who, a boss of mine, said to me that, why am I not competing with him? I said, I don't want to. Why should I compete? We're not running the same race. She couldn't understand we're collaborating. She wanted us to be headbutting. And I said, no. Because the world wants us in molds. You know, that the, um, this Monday after P-Dams preach on, please, every class, can we please give P-Dams a- <laughs> You know, if we're running a race to um, recover and to overtake, please take these messages very seriously. If you want your life, and in this new Nigeria, eh, God is recruiting men yeah. quietly, secretly. And I pray that we enlist ourselves because things will happen very quickly. Mark my word. Um, so, after that Sunday on labels, because sometimes you don't even know how it affects you. Me, I think, you know, like you said that, I know myself, uh, you know, when they say victim and I can't be a victim and all of that, that thing is biting you and you don't know. Maybe you've not identified it. It's biting one us one way or the other. So, after he pricked on that label thing, do you know the next day, Monday morning, as I got into the office at work, I came in very early. I came in very, very early. So, me, I just quickly went. I, I, on my way to work, I was listening to the message again. Then I got on the internet and I, labels, you know, I was looking for those words. Honestly, those are the real, when you don't show up, when you don't, sh- when you don't um, manifest in your highest expression of yourself, when sometimes we apologize for who we are. Yeah. I mean, why are we apologizing? I do it myself too. Sometimes you want to tone down. Especially when you've worked in a disempowering environment. Yeah. Or you're in, not just work, when you live in a disempowering environment, when you work or you have disempowering relationships, sometimes you think you need to tone down. We need to be careful. And the Spirit of God... Ask the Spirit of God to activate who you are. That at every point in time, you'll show up and you'll be the best expression or version of yourself. Thank you. Can we celebrate and thank for this? I mean, solid, solid thoughts. I'd just like to take our final comments in one, one minute. 
Final comments. Dolly P. Um, final comments. Yeah, like we made it. Can we celebrate Dolly P? You guys are not celebrating now. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Um, final comments. Um, I guess I'll just say um, God loves us. I mean, I know God loves me. That's what has put, um, pushed me this far. And God wants the best for us. And once we recognize that, like, you know that God loves you. The creator of heaven and earth loves you. There's nothing you cannot do. There's nothing you cannot, like, don't put yourself in a box. There's no box, in right. fact. Yeah. So just believe that you can do it. You know, there's so many times with my work, I have moved teams a couple of times, you know, and I'm joining teams. I have no clue, no clue what the team is about, no clue what they're doing, but I get there and God has always favored me. God has been there because I'm just like, I'm speaking is you that is speaking. I'm writing is you that is writing. God cannot fail. Jesus cannot fail. So I can't fail, you know. So of course it's not smooth sailing all the time. Of course we go through challenges, we go through trials and tribulations, but what just pushes me is that God has said we've overcome. So we've overcome. Just know that God is on our side. God loves us and just keep living and breathing God. I, I yeah, that's that's all I would say. Thank you, Jesus. Let's celebrate Dolopi. All right. All right. Blueberry. Um, Thank you. Um, this is my testimony. You know, I came from the back and I'm here at the front. From the camera stand, aspire to the choir. My judgment. Thank you. Thank you. So, what I want to say is there is a reason why God compared us to light and never called us fire. I have never seen anybody blow that didn't unblow. When people blow, they unblow. Most people. But people that blowed and they have, they have, uh, they, they have the, so light as a channel. This lightning is from the generator or from the um, pool, and then there's a transformer, and then there's a power transmitting somewhere in Abuja because there's a structure. That's why God called us light. There's always a structure. You can break somewhere, it connects you back somewhere. But if you have fire, a fire doesn't last long. There might be a massive explosion. In fact, uh, allow me to give a financial advice. When you have the most of the money, is the time you should be more frugal. That is not the time to spend more because you will not know the time you finish spending that money. Because but that small money you have, you'll be spending it small, 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 small. But when you have big money, and, and, and God said, stay in Yaba. I went to the island, paid big amount for apartment, lost everything. I lost everything. God said, go back to Yaba. Don't leave Yaba. That's why I'm in Jerry Yaba. Is I'm in Yaba. <laughs> Jerry, 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 my Yaba. I'm serious. I'm serious. And, but because there's a structure of provision. I've never lagged. I've never gone wrong. I've never, because I'm in Yaba, there's always a connection. I'm serious. So because Ireland looks like, UK looks like the best place to be. Canada looks like the best place to be. But when God says stay here, it brings every provision around you. So remain in the light and don't become a fire. Thank you. Can we celebrate this amazing, amazing, such, such, such a brilliant thought. And, and do you know, before Luberi spoke, what the Holy Spirit laid in my heart to say as the rounding of coming was say that uh, we are not light because we are the source of our light. We are light because God is light. In his light we find light. So we are like a channel, right? And it just sort of exposed that in that. Please, can we celebrate this amazing man? He doesn't just hold the camera, he holds the word of God. Yeah. Mitya, you're doing well. Uh, 
And those of you that want to move to Yaba, um, Dr. Ken is in Yaba. So I'm in Yaba. Olumo is in Yaba. Who else is in Yaba? Stressing Yaba. Kids in Yaba, say hallelujah. So, no way, let's see people miss the point. He's saying, whatever you do, hear from God. Yeah. <laughs> all right and to be final comment from you hey thank you so much for the privilege thank you for the opportunity to share with god's people um pastor pidam said something i'm going to round up with what pidam said he said produce something that can influence the bloodstream of your industry mm. produce something that can influence the bloodstream of your industry and if we are kings, if kingdom influencers in nations, generations, and systems, that means we have to produce some things that will influence the bloodstream, the lifeline of our industry. It will distinguish it, it will disrupt it, and it will bring something better out of it. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Can we celebrate our panelists as they go? Take their seats. celebrate our panelists. Let's celebrate them. generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing. Someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.